For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Look at stories today, Jacoby. I'm very excited about this rundown. Me too. It's a really good one. Uh, let's get into it. First, from page six, really from Instagram, but from page six, Heidi Montag snacks on boss. My Heidi. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't read. Heidi Montag snacks on bison heart as part of her raw meat diet. But like, this is a, an audio format. So I want you to see the picture. She's dressed up like she's going out to a nightclub. She's carrying like a, a large plastic bag Ziploc. Yeah, it's a Ziploc. And however big you think a bison heart is, it's three times as big as it's you think really, it is. It's really big. It looks disgusting. Disgusting. And it's in a Ziploc. So it's just like, just you walk around with raw meat? I, well, mean, I mean, obviously she calls the paparazzi and says, yeah. let's set up this shoot on whatever yeah, sunset. She's, she's wearing a, a prominent Gucci belt mm. and she's wearing like a like a shiny shirt, a jewel tone, very good for photography. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. And then like the camera's like straight on her face. She looks great. So it's just, okay. I have a lot of takes on this one. Okay. So I'm gonna prioritize. All right. Number one, I feel bad for her because she's at the point of her quote unquote career where she has to like eat a, a, an uncooked bison heart on the middle of like a, a street in Los Angeles to get attention. This she is can't getting, just be her anymore. This which is what getting got her, her famous. more attention than the Hills reboot. And exactly. it's not, it's not even close. Exactly. <laughs> which I think was canceled by the way. Anyway. So yes, she has to call the paparazzi on herself with raw meat. And then just want to note, the raw meat diet has been debunked. Like, she's following the guidelines of this Instagram doctor named Dr. Paul Saladino, and he was banned from Instagram because his information <laughs> was incorrect. I don't need I don't need to do any research on the raw meat diet to know that it's not healthy for you. And honestly, like, thinking about it and looking at her holding this meat is making me sick. There's a pile of blood in the bag. I have a bag. question for you. Yeah? Do you think she actually consumed some of that bison heart? No, I don't even know how you bite through it. Like she looked like she's having trouble. You see the other two pictures. Yeah, it like looks really tough. The second picture, she has a bigger chunk. It's so fucking gross. I I'm sorry. Like 
I, I think this is really disgusting. Also, like, chop it up. Do a tartare if you must. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Some sauce? Must, Anything? Yeah. A little A1 on that? There's a way yeah. to have raw meat. It's called yes. beef tartare. Car- carpaccio? Carpaccio, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, great point. This is not it. This is, like, just for the photos, and they're fucking disgusting. Did you see, do you know what Sumani Tatanka Obachi means? No. Dances with Wolves. Oh, okay. Did you see that film? Um, I saw it like when I was really little. I don't remember any of it. He ate a bison heart in it. Raw? Or, no, just one bite, I oh. believe. Yeah. Was it, it tough? It, was it hard to eat? It, yeah, he looked. He was having a lot of trouble with it. He was not wearing Kevin, a Gucci belt either. Kevin Costner. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that movie at the Wellfleet Drive-in, but I fell asleep. Uh, I was four, I think, or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Good, good movie. <laughs> Let's move on. Next. God, I love that one. Mike Tyson's cannabis company announces the launch of ear-shaped weed gummies called Mike Bites. This is a headline from Complex. You know, I was first alerted to this news via Instagram on the Jalen and Jacoby feed because I know that you guys discussed it on your podcast this We're week. serious sports journalists. Yes. And this is a sports story, and okay. we cover all the news that's fit to talk about. And I will say that since this is an audio format, you can't see the pictures. I have one big problem with these edible gummies okay. in the shape of an ear. They're in the shape of an ear with the bite already taken out of it. Right. So it's Evander Holyfield's ear mm. post-bite. Mm. i much rather have it be a full ear. And then it's like, you're like I Mike Tyson. I could then be Mike Tyson. Right. I just feel like I should have been in like the, the meeting when they, right. when they conceived these. Don't Maybe, you think that would be better? I think they need to cover both. Like, I think they should have separate flavors. Oh, okay. And depending on the flavor, it's either a full ear or an already bitten ear. And like, maybe like one is like a pre, a pre-high gummy and the Mm. other is post. And it's like, you have the one that's missing the chunk of ear when you're already high for some reason. Yeah, Or or the one that's missing the ear is for when you, it's an hour after you ate it. It still hasn't kicked in yet. Mm. And you want to have another one, but you're scared to have another one. So it's like a that's, placebo? That's, yeah, that's when you go to the second one. <laughs> that's what it should be. So you should have been in the meeting, too. That's a really, it's a great Mike point. Mike Bites needs, needs to hire us. These are available at dispensaries in Massachusetts, California, and Nevada. Massachusetts, not far away. Not far. Should we go and get some? No, nah, I'm not going to make a, a trip just okay. to go and get some. Okay. Because recreational marijuana is legal in Massachusetts, I may have gone to a dispensary there by my hotel when I did a Celtics game. They're everywhere in Cal- in, everywhere in California, but also Massachusetts. I just, we I, we don't want to take too much time with this, but the dispensary experience just needs to be streamlined a little bit. Like, let's have some <laughs> fun with this. Make it like a liquor store. What? I always feel like I'm checking into the doctor. I have to wait in this area, then go to another area. Like, I can't, I can't look at the product. Well, and they come and give me a little bag of what I ordered on, like, a, it's, it's like a, I ordered on the computer. Right. It just feels very sterile. It's weird that it's still a cash business. Like, for example, you can't pay with a credit card. At least you couldn't last time I went to one in California. You had to use a debit card, and if you... And they had like round it up and they give you cash back for change because it's not federally legal. So it's since it's state, you have to pay in cash still. Like at MedMen, you have to pay in cash. It's really weird. This, laws are stupid. Well, they're just, it just doesn't Kyrie quite be able fit. To <laughs> that's a different situation. I, oh, that's a different podcast. We'll move on. Yeah. Next, this is from People Magazine. And this is something that's been kind of in the mix for a while, but just come has come back. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Are you familiar with him? He's been in the mix for a while, yes. <laughs> you may have heard of him. He's like one of the most famous and most liked people in the world, I would say. Generally loved. Yeah, he's like a, just a beloved human. Um, he posted a, fo- a reel of his meal that he has for breakfast, and it was absolutely massive. He <laughs> He had steak, eggs, oatmeal, and five peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. 
I believe it was five halves, which I found interesting. So whoever two, made two them, whoever made them, took a half. It was like this is my breakfast, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I do love peanut butter and jelly. I understand. Oh, safety. on an English muffin, yes. I yes. love it on everything. I understand safety is really important, but like a tragedy for kids these days is they can't have peanut butter and jelly at school because of peanut allergies. Mm. I think that's like really yes. sad. Chloe only has jelly sandwiches. Yeah, you're not allowed to bring nuts to school. I think. Yes. Which is really. I think sad. It shows you what a bad dad I am that, like, you're telling me that. <laughs> and I've got three little kids. I definitely am not making the lunches. Peanut, peanut butter, and jelly. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, great follow on Instagram. He often posts his meals, but he only posts his cheat meals. Mm-hmm. So, like, recently, last week, he posted a two double cheeseburgers and fries. But, like, yeah, when are the healthy too. ones coming? Because the guy has very little body fat. I don't think he wants you to see that because it's not like funny or we yeah. wouldn't talk about it unless it's like so depressing. Like once Khloe Kardashian shared her diet and it was like five almonds, one diet Coke, <laughs> a pe- one oat. And it was like, oh my God, yeah, this is incredibly depressing. So yes. people who are like in really good shape and and really their body is a big part of their business. I mean, I think what they eat is like pretty uninspiring. This is something for us to talk about. I mean, as a, as a top chef fan, I thought the plating could have been a bit better. Well, <laughs> it's just all on top of each other in a huge pile. It's all on top of each other in a huge pile. The eggs way overdone. Really gross. Thank you for saying that, Juliet. Yeah, I they, thought that was too detailed for me to even mention. No, Thank you for bringing it up. They look it's like a really overcooked omelet. It I, looked like someone forgot the eggs were being cooked yeah. and then realized it too late. It was like, screw it, Dwayne the Rock Johnson doesn't care. Here's what happened. They were really worried about getting the steak perfectly cooked. Mm-hmm. And the steak does look really well done. And as a result, they fucked up the eggs. Yes, that's but exactly what happened. Here's my main issue. The peanut butter and jelly is stacked such that the bottom peanut butter and jellies are going to make the next level have peanut butter and jelly on the, on the bottom. bottom. So they're when like, you hold they're like, it, they're like a cheerleader pyramid. Yeah, so when you hold it, your hands are going to get dirty. I think that's why there's five, so they can make the pyramid. <laughs> yes. But having jelly, like the stickiness on your hands is gross. It's going to ruin your day for like the next half hour. Well, it's just, it's not like you have to eat that last, but it's really on top of the plate. So what are you supposed to do? Taco-fy it. I guess, but I just think that someone should have considered that. And then the oatmeal, we didn't even talk about this, but the oatmeal is a huge serving of oatmeal. Like that's got to be like five instant oatmeal packets in there. At least. And watery. I know. How do you like your oatmeal? First of all, wait, better question. Is oatmeal good? No. It's not good. No, but it's functional. It's functional. You can put stuff in it to make it good. It will fill your stomach. That's one of the things I like about oatmeal is if I eat oatmeal at 8 a.m., I'm not going to be like eating my fingers by noon. I like to have like an instant oatmeal packet around as a snack because it's like Mm. so easy. It fills you up. Yeah. Like it's. Have you ever tried to like really make oatmeal like real? Yeah. My mom's really into it. Yeah. It's It's impossible. No, it's not. Oh, so like rice and oatmeal to me are some of like the most basic things to cook that I can never get right. Let's get you a rice cooker, A, and B. But that's the thing is you need a rice cooker. Like in a pot, have you ever like really made rice really just like no, banging? I, no. No one's ever done that. But, but that's because you get a rice cooker, so that's actually good. Well, I need an air fryer. I need a rice cooker. There's too much stuff around the house. Air fryers I'm not into. I bought one. I was like, eh, not care. I don't care for this. But mm, mm, um, maybe, you know, my birthday's coming up. Okay. <laughs> Clear it out is, the kitchen. It is soon. Yeah, yeah, April yeah, yeah. 13th? 12th, but 12th. that's close. Damn it. Yeah. You don't know mine at all, so. I don't know anyone's. Yeah. That's one of my personality I'm, traits. I'm close. Um, his oatmeal doesn't seem to have much in it. It has like a raisin or like a dried apricot. I, it looks like it has like one garnish. Like the way you would put like an espresso bean in an espresso like, martini. It's like, it's just like there. And here's a question for you. We can move on because this is way too much between the Rock Johnson breakfast talk. No such thing. 
It doesn't look professionally prepared. 20 minutes. No, like, he's on he vacation. He's in Hawaii. So this is not like his personal chef. This is someone in his family did this or he did this himself. That's not how professional people plate and make food. That's true. But I also just want to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I could see him traveling with a chef. Yes. So I don't know that for sure that he made it or someone in his family did. But he does show himself in front of the, the stove a lot. Nevertheless, it's very hard to believe. Very, mm-hmm. very hard to believe. I don't know. He is a good follow. Him and Mark Wahlberg are the two. I mean, like Mark Wahlberg also once famously shared his diet and like it's crazy. I mean, the two of them, these workout fanatics. Did you ever Remember watch- his daily schedule? Yeah, no matter where he is, he wakes up at the same time. So sometimes it's like 2.30. But it's like, it's wild. It's wildly inaccurate, his daily schedule. We can talk about that some other time. Um, did you watch Wall Street on HBO Max? No. I loved it. It's like ridiculous, like self-indulgent content. But it's like Mark Wahlberg making documentary about his himself and like how COVID like messes up his businesses. It's so good. It's so stupid. I really enjoyed it. It came out like a year ago. Oh, I was thinking like Wall Street, Wall Street without the H. No, I mean, Mark Wahlberg's very own chef. Good. He's like, this is messing up all my businesses. So to the point where I had to make this documentary yeah, just to, to get some money some coming money. in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. It's on to booze news. This story comes to us from the Los Angeles Times. And again, it's visual. So we'll put this link in the show notes. so You can go watch the video after. But uh, basically what happened is a woman... At 5 p.m. in the afternoon, mm-hmm. last Friday. San Jose, California. San Jose, California. Very brazenly just stole a $4,000 bottle of cognac from a bar. And she just walks behind the bar. Yep. Grabs the bottle of cognac. That's correct. And then her accomplice sort of like hides it between them as they exit. Yeah. He like uses his body yeah. to like hide her crime kind of. But the reason we have so much detail is that this restaurant, which is called the Mount Hamilton Grandview, uh, has excellent security footage. It's mm-hmm. really high quality. It's not like your average CCTV on like some like cop show where they're like trying to like zoom in. We can see exactly what happened. And 5 p.m. is pretty brazen. I I think that's an interesting point. But I also would say. I need to know more. Like, was she already drunk? I have some I have some follow-up information on that because I read everything in this one. Okay. It hosts a lot of events. Okay. And her attire is such that it feels like she has event attire on. Yes. And if it's 5 p.m., the event, and they're leaving. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this is a brunch. Mm-hmm. A fancy brunch. Mm-hmm. At a steakhouse. An expensive sure. fancy brunch. And I'm assuming... Again, I don't I don't have her BAC level at the time of the crime, but I'm assuming that uh she might have had a couple. I think so too. Um just breaking news from the last 24 hours. Oh. She returned the bottle of wine. It's not wine, it's Sorry, cognac. cognac. She yeah, returned, yeah, yeah. She returned the cognac, which I I find to be Ooh. pretty significant. I mean, uh, how would you return the cognac? Like how would you go about it? Uh, I think I would like go in the middle of the night yes. and like, leave it on the doorstep yeah, exactly. and not have to talk to anyone. Exactly. I'm not going in the middle of the day and being like, listen, you got me red-handed. I'm sorry. Here's the cognac oh, back. I'm definitely God. going in the middle of the night. I'm not saying like 3.45 a.m. I'm, I'm setting an alarm and going there just to return the cognac. Oh, my God. Also, no one's drinking this cognac because they didn't know for a very long time that it was gone, like several days later. And then they had to go to the footage to, to figure it out. Oh, also, no one drinks that kind of stuff. Like, it's insane. Yeah. I think you, if you are going to do that super, super high-end booze, you buy it from a liquor store. You don't, yeah. you don't go to the place where it's already expensive and they already mark it up a bunch. Quick personal booze news story. Sure. In college, I had a friend who will her name remain nameless, Chad Shakara. And we used to go to bars and distract the bartender, and he would reach over and grab a bottle. 
Mm. And then we would drink it. And one time he spilled the bottle on the dance floor. And you know what happens when you spill alcohol? It becomes very sticky. Sure. Really Awful. messing with everyone's rhythm. Awful, yeah. Really messing. You couldn't even dance anymore. Well, I wanted to dis- I wanted to defend her a little bit. And by the way. Oh, I like this. They're not I pre- love this. They're not pressing charges. Um, I wanted to defend her because I, I like related a little bit. I've never stolen a bottle of wine that I haven't paid for. But once I was having dinner in London, I was with my brother and a friend. And I was already quite drunk. And we got a bottle of wine. We didn't finish it. And we wanted to take it with us. And they were like, no, you can't do that. And we were like, but we paid for it. And they're like, you can't take it. It's against the law. And we just took it anyway. So it kind of reminded me of that, where it's, you're just like, I'm already drunk. I'm not done drinking. I'm not taking this that. with me. I mean, this also, I just want to note, I wasn't 21 yet. So I was in London and I was like, and you could say 18 yeah, there. Yeah, so I, to, I, yeah. I didn't know how to conduct myself. I was still learning. That's fine. I was in Vegas when I was in my 20s and I did that once. We, like, we, we had a bottle of, it was like a half a bottle of vodka. They're like, you can't take it. I was like, oh, okay. I know. It's just like, but you paid for it. In yeah. Vegas, open container. And I'm wearing oversized jeans. <laughs> Side, side, note, <laughs> side note on just uh, Vegas and open container laws. Love that it's here to stay in New York. It's th- not. To go drinks. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Again, they rolled it back. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought it was forever. No, Al Fresco Dining is here to stay, but the to-go cups are no longer available. No. Kathy Hochul said that it's here for good a couple weeks ago. But we're gonna Mike, Mike, producer Mike, do some research. We'll have an update <laughs> on this. If I'm wrong, I'll do five push-ups. Okay. Uh, if I'm... To go drinks are returning to New York to help restaurants bar. This is from January. Or January 6, 2022. Seriously, it's it's here to stay. Mm, I mean, I it's Kathy, Mike Mike to get to the bottom of this. We're gonna move on. Okay. Moving I'm, on. I'm excited about this update. <laughs> um, next. This is from Tasting Table. What is, Mike, do you have an update? Mike says it was spiked from the recent budget. So can, what does that mean? That I guess <laughs> <laughs> they, they dropped it again. Okay. Kathy, huh. Kathy Hochul, huh. our governor, wants it to stay, though. So okay. I'm loco for Hochul. Hochul. I've been saying that. It doesn't quite work. <laughs> no. All right. Next. We, we got to keep going. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. 
Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This is from Tasting Table. You're not imagining it. There really are less chips in your bags of Doritos. Uh, if you notice that your Doritos have less than you're used to, you're not wrong. They've downsized their nacho cheese flavored snack bags by five chips, bringing the actual weight of the package down from 9.75 to 9.25 ounces. Um, this is happening all across the chip industry. Mm-hmm. And I find this alarming because... It's not just chips. Not just chips, it's snacks. And, uh, and toilet paper and things of that nature as well. Sure, but with chips in particular... I find it alarming because very often you open the bag and you're already disappointed with how many are actually in there. Like you think it should be more. So I was reading this. I'm going to, I'm going to address that. Okay. I was reading this. And at the end of the article, they bring up like, is it ethical? Because (laughs) it's a really interesting question because I never check the, the weight of the package. I check the size of the package. So if they just kind of like okie doke you in between, like I'm not checking the weight. Is it ethical? To just change the amount of chips they put inside the same size bag. Um, interesting question. I don't think it's unethical. I mean, it's not illegal. No, it's just like a little kind the, of shady. It's kind of yeah, it's shady, but it's like it's on you. Like yes. take a look at the at the serving size, I guess. But I don't think it's unethical. I also feel that as the chip industry has done us a disservice mm-hmm. by the size of bags that they give us as options at the bodega. Oh, definitely. It's just like, what happened to these little ones, these 25 cent ones, the little, the single, Completely. the single serving snacks. I've got kids, again, I know I bring them up all the time. It's like, <laughs> I, but they're like, I, like, I want Cheetos. I'm like, well, now I'm going to get you this five serving <laughs> Cheeto bag and then you're going to get home and not going to want to eat dinner. <laughs> like, I just feel like we need to get back to those like, small, single-serving size chips as options at stores. I agree with you. In general, it's like either too little or too much. And I just want to get something like grab-and-go. I, I will say like grab-and-go food, I think we can improve. Like I think we can just get some better options. I, I yes. We're lucky to have our studio near Whole Foods, which is like ideal because they have all the fruit, tons of snacks, hot bar, et cetera. But like if there's not like a Whole Foods nearby, often I'm just like, I don't really know what to get right now that's not going to like totally throw off my day. Of yes. So... Just a note for all the snack makers out there. Although I also, um, I have noticed some new snacks at the grocery store that I've been excited about. Perhaps we'll try them. Perhaps a flight. (laughs) Perhaps. Like some gummies that are low and like low added sugar. Like I have such a sugar addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have those. They're okay. They're 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 a good stand-in. They taste good. Mm-hmm. They're too sticky on my yes, teeth. Yes, yes. Very the sticky on my teeth. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. All right. Next from the New York Post. Diamond ring made from ranch dressing really sparks furious eBay bidding war. At time of record, which is right now, it's just the the auction will be closed by the time this goes up. My current bid is $13,250 for a diamond ring made by Hidden Valley Ranch uh, that you could have for forever. I fucking love this story. It made me think of Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. She always loved Hidden Valley Ranch. I love this story. Why do you love it? I learned that Hidden Valley Ranch is from Chicago, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Very popular in Chicago. I learned how to make a diamond out of a salad dressing. <laughs> 2,500 Fahrenheit. Right? And then they put it under, I think it's four, 400 pounds of pressure, 4,000 pounds of pressure for three months. 400 tons of pressure for two months, eventually creating the te- the theoretically delicious diamond. Like, they they turned Hidden Valley Ranch into graphite. Ten minutes. By, it's crazy. By, but it, but I don't even know how to get something to 2,500 degrees. Like, I don't know under what, under what environment you can do that. You need, like, a serious lab. But it was just wild to me. And I was like, and honestly, there is a certain bride that will appreciate that yeah. diamond ring. It's Stassi Schroeder. In we know a her. way 
that that they would they they appreciate more than a diamond. Sure. It's a story to tell about your ring forever, which is why I think that this is undervalued at $13,000. Yeah, I mean, real diamonds are way more money, too. Tell like, me about it. That's yeah. a steal. I was, I was like, $13,000? Light work. Another zero to that. Like, <laughs> this, like, I really think that there's, there's a certain, like, a certain small segment of the population that would rather have this diamond than an actual diamond. Yeah, I agree with you. Also, like, it, it, it's a good story. And I, I think your thing is that you love ranch and you, like, get this. That's awesome. It looks just like a diamond. Yeah, seriously. Are these days made one out of peanut butter. I don't know you can make diamonds out of stuff like that. I know. Well, I think what defines a diamond is it looks like one. I don't know if it's, you know, um, actually a diamond, but yes, it looks like one. So, I, you know, Stassi Schroeder, I bet you want this. Shall we go on to our chase test? Yes. I'm excited about this one. Today, we have three cup noodle. Not cup of noodle. Not, not cup of noodles. Not cup noodles. Mm. Cup noodle. These are the global flavors. Think of the three most popular. We have a curry, we have original, and we have seafood. And I'm going to be honest, Jacoby, I don't think I'm going to like any of this. So I'm whoa, looking whoa, forward whoa, whoa, to whoa, whoa, whoa. it. Open mind here. Open mind. I will say that I have had a lot of cup of noodles experiences in my life, mainly the traditional flavors. Sure. The traditional in America. In America. These are the global flavors. They're popular in Japan. You got these at a Japanese market, I this believe. This is a whole different experience because not only is she about to taste the seafood while I talk, the seafood has chunks of what is supposed to be seafood in it. I was not ready for that part. Yeah, like I'm about to take a bite of some imitation crab here, I believe. Yeah, they don't put like actual chicken chunks in the chicken. It's the chicken broth, which I found that this is just, it's it's a... It's a little intimidating. A little intimidating. It was good. I just had a bite of imitation crab. Juliet did a really good job. She had like one sort of spoon scoop with a little imitation crab. And then she did a fork spin for the noodle portion of the proceedings, mm. which I found to be, that was a great, mm. great technique by you, Juliet. Thank oh, you. Oh, miss, I'm not going to like it. Look at you making the mmms into the microphone, huh? I actually didn't even realize it. It's good. It's very salty. It's good, though. But that's the thing about cup, cup noodle. So Mike and I, producer Mike, we're looking up before we started the difference between cup noodle, cup noodles, and cup o noodle. The global flavors are cup noodle. Mike, do you want some? There we go. Yeah. Here, Mike. I got them. I got them. Okay. Um. Anyway, this is cup noodle because it's the Japanese. Let me go ones. original next because curry is the freakiest one. I don't like curry ever. Whoa. So. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I know what next week's flight is going to be. Curry. Curry goat. <laughs> curry chicken. I don't know what it is about curry. I love curry. I know. Green curry, red curry, yellow curry, all the curries. I know. It's like a really weird thing. I'm, I'm like not proud of it. It's no, just no, no. who it's, I you am. You like what you like. Yeah, and I don't yeah, like tomatoes. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. What, what can I do? You don't like tomatoes? Yeah. That's true. You never get them in your salads. Yeah. What's this yellow? Is it supposed to be egg? I don't know what any of this is. It's I don't, So this is the original, which actually has like shrimp in it. And it's one thing to have like an imitation like fish chunk. You know what I mean? Like, like in a California roll at the grocery. But this, the imitation crab didn't look imitation. I mean, the imitation shrimp did not look imitation. It looked like freeze-dried shrimp. The freeze-dried actual shrimp inside of a cup of noodle. This is really good. Really? I, I love what's happening here because you did come in with an open mind. You did say you weren't going to like it, and you didn't let that influence your taste test. That's a lot less salty. Meanwhile, I need to take a sip of a beverage, and I'm trying a brand new Spinger flavor that I've never seen before. It's a pink lemonade Spindrift, and I fucking love Spindrift, so I was really excited. Spindrift is great. My wife is a is a, is a true spindrift person, and we've had pink oh, lemonade before. Good. I'm going for the actual shrimp in my bite. Oh my god, I can't wait to see how that turns out for you. Is it good? That was a more mild taste, but it's also a much more nuanced taste. What would you describe it as? It's almost like a like a miso soup kind of thing. It's really good. I like it much more than this. Interesting. Food. First of all, I could do without the shrimp. Okay. Because. 
the rest of it is just kind of like noodles, some weird egg stuff, and some chives. I like the weird egg stuff. Yeah, but there's, um, also, there's also I think some some pork in there too. The shrimp was very distinctly shrimp. Oh, that sounds bad. I didn't love the texture. A, sh- a freeze dried. Then like Re- re- rehydrated <laughs> shrimp. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly what I'm looking for, but I, I liked that one. It's an interesting, like it's a pretty like nuanced, uh, deep flavor. That was good. I, I didn't. I need a little more spice. Okay. I'm, I know you're not a spice person. I'm no. a spice person. That's why one of the reasons I don't like curry. I think. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna turn you on this curry thing. Okay. Good I'll luck. get you some mild curries. We'll have we'll do like a, we'll do a flight of curries, a green, a red, and a and a regular curry. I can't even remember the last time I had curry. Well, maybe that's the problem. Where's well, my fork? Your fork is in the in, in, the, in the cup of noodles. This does look heavy, like creamier. It really does. Okay, I'm. This I'm is ner- exciting. I'm nervous. Like, these these all tasted like higher quality than the cup of noodles experience that you traditionally get domestically here in America. I think I just had a piece of potato. Yeah, potato. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to suspend disbelief a little bit when you eat these things? You can't be like, oh, there's the beef and there's the shrimp. It's just there's still chunks of things. There's lots of them. Fundamentally, the noodles in a cup noodle are so delicious that like yes. almost anything is fine. So like that was that was fine. I didn't love it, but mm, I, like I didn't this. hate it. I think if I liked curry, I would like that a lot because it is a pretty good version. Whoa. You love it? Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Like if you like curry, I think that's good. It was the best cup of noodles I've ever had. Wow. The best cup of noodles I've ever had. Wow. It's just spicy enough. The curry tastes like a curry should taste. The textures are good. There's nothing too freaky deaky, like like weird zombie shrimp in here. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. I this is really good. I get it. It's just it's not my flavor palette, but I, I like the original a lot. You know, also Dave Chang um has like some cool rec and this is not just him, but I know of his recommendations for how to like jazz up a oh, yeah. cup of noodles like add like an egg to it or all this different stuff and I think this this would be really good with that yeah, too I, I think that's also like a traditional ramen that comes in like the, the freeze-dried pack that you cook in the thing yeah I would say like spicy chicken is my go-to cup of noodles flavor really curry, I don't even curry have is one. better curry is better I never had a huge ramen or cup noodle face like I I top ramen I like it obviously I'm I'm alive but I don't <laughs> I don't love it <laughs> <laughs> What did I'm alive had to do anything? Like, like, uh, no, 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 no. I just, at what point did your brain tell your mouth, in the middle of this statement, I need to just re reestablish my existence? Well, the point is that like any living human would like cup noodles or ramen. Like it's so yeah, it's so, so fundamental. Yeah, yes, that's fair. To the human experience. Yeah, yeah. It's like someone being like, I don't like bread. It's like, yeah. well, I don't like breathing. Well, yeah. that's too bad. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. So you are alive. Good. Yeah. I know we're all better for it. Um lastly, just back to the spindrift. So this is a pink lemonade. And I just really wanted to try this. I saw it in the store right beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I it's really good. I I was dubious because I was looking at the ingredients and it's carbonated water, normal, sweet cherry juice, lime juice, raspberry juice, and lemon juice, and yet the flavor is pink lemonade. So now I have tons of questions about pink lemonade. We'll have to look into it next week, but this is very delicious. Yeah, and I will say that spindrift, I'm a I'm a we do a lot of spindrifts around the house. There's always at least 12 spindrifts in our fridge. And what I find that because the flavor is so subtle, a strong flavor goes well in a spindrift. Like I don't like the lemon or like the cucumber. I like the mangoes. I like the grapefruits so, and the pink lemonades that really stick out. I too love orange mango, but that is very unpopular. I don't know many people who love that flavor, but really? I love I love it. Yeah, it, it does have a strong aftertaste. So I, I like it. orange mango. Me too. Uh, you know what? Action speaks louder than words. I'm on my like sixth Seriously, curry, but you're just, like, I'm just eating. eating. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm just like dining. <laughs> Two minutes. Carry on, man. 
while you do that, let mm. me tell you about my personal food news, mm. which is I have this awesome bodega near my house. Like, I really can't talk about how much I love it m- enough. And when I went on Saturday, I had 10 minutes before the train was coming. I was going to the train. The bodega's right by there. And I was like, great. I can browse the wares. How do you know the train was going to come in 10 minutes? I use the MTA app all the time. And it's accurate? Yes, it's I just great. don't believe it. No. It's, Should I use it? Yes, it's fantastic. It's no way. completely accurate. Game also, changer. As you know, I'm a big bus rider. Very accurate for the buses, too. Yeah, the buses, hard. I know it's accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah I still but believe it, is, it with the For trains. the subways, it is, okay. too. It's great. great. Love the MTA app. So I go into the um, bodega, which I love, and I they have an, and this is where I discovered Brooklyn Best Iced Tea, which I talked about previously, which I really love. They had a new kind, which was fantastic. And it was called Seven Teas. Apparently, it's based in Santa Monica. And I, I've had two flavors now. What a bodega. I know. Sounds expensive. This bodega is honestly awesome. And it's not cheap, but like it's so great. It's also so clean. Anyway, they have such a great beverage selection. They mix it up. And so they had Seven Teas, which was made by two brothers who wanted to marry the Southern tea tradition with the Persian tree. Persian tea tradition. And I've so far had two flavors, the Georgia peach and the sweet honey. And they're so great. They're like are not artificially sweetened, 70 calories for a tall boy. Love that. I love them. They're seven teas. Look at it. Check it out. I love a low calorie beverage. Not a zero calorie Same. beverage, a low calorie beverage. And like, in me between like 20 and 100. Yes. And not like added sugar. Like just right, whatever it comes from. It's really good. I'm anyway. just going to leave you with a hot take since we only have seconds left. Okay. This has happened to me in the last week. Udon. Soup over ramen. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, udon over ramen. So like, you change the noodles up. The noodles have changed. The flavors have changed. I've just, I've, I've just recently discovered oh, the udon. I'm saying you're better. choosing udon over ramen. Yes, in not, my personal. Not that you're putting like a in my personal broth. power ranking. Got in my it. personal power ranking, udon noodles in a soup over ramen. I'm really surprised to hear that because you just said that you like the more flavorful soups, and I usually think of udon as being. Um, more My mild. place comes with something called a spicy bomb. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. We'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.